Welcome to Talent Revolution Radio, the Brooks Group's podcast focused on hiring, developing, and retaining top talent. Talent Revolution Radio is the Brooks Group's response to our clients' requests for information about how to decrease turnover, increase engagement, and improve overall employee satisfaction by using our assessment tools and talent management experience. I'm Drea Douglas, Director of Talent Management Consulting. And I'm Tony Smith, RVP of Sales here at the Brooks Group. Today is episode five in a six-part series, walking through each dimension of the personal skills assessment, also known as the Hartman Value Profile, after Robert Hartman, who created the instrument. Last time, we talked about sense of self, which measures a person's clarity on who they are as an individual, their own self-awareness, their self-confidence, things like that. Tony walked us through how different score and bias combinations in that dimension play out in real life especially in sales reps and in leaders. Today, we're gonna to talk about role awareness. We'll discuss the high and low scores with positive and negative biases and how they play out in real life. Give you real life examples of what you may notice in a person with different score combinations. You may notice that we're leaving out discussion around the neutral bias. This is because neutral means open and flexible regardless of score. All right, Tony. Can you elaborate a little on what this dimension measures for us? Yeah, so role awareness is one of those dimensions that I encourage everybody to really pay attention to, whether it's for hiring purposes or with existing uh, employees, because what we're measuring here is the clarity and focus that somebody has around the different roles that they currently have in their life. And this is very sensitive to what's going on in their life because our roles are constantly changing mm -hmm. sometimes. But we're not just looking at professional roles, the job, we're also looking at personal roles. Examples could be my role as a father or mother, my role as a spouse. Uh, maybe I coach Little League Baseball. So everybody has a whole set of different roles that they're playing in their life, both the job that they have, their professional role, but also those things off, off the job. And that's what we're measuring here. How clearly do we see those roles and how positive or maybe uh, negative do we feel about some of the roles in our life? Absolutely. And this is an area that I often will uh, highlight as one that is prime for crucial conversations. It's one of the most sensitive to what we're going through at the time we take the assessment. So the other, all the dimensions in this uh, part of the assessment are sensitive to, their, to a person's circumstances, but role awareness and self-direction, which we're gonna talk about next time, tend to be the most variable. So when it comes to role awareness, Tony, can you tell us what a high score with a positive bias means? So a high score indicates, first and foremost, the person clearly knows exactly what their roles are, all the different roles in their life, the job that they have, what they're doing off the job, uh, you know, being a father, a mother, whatever it may be. They're saying, I really know what my roles are. I see them clearly. I know what's expected in my roles. The upward arrow or the positive bias is indicating not only do they understand their roles very clearly, they're positive about all the different roles that they have. They feel very good about where they're at in their current roles in their life. Okay, good. Um, so they're engaged, they're fulfilled, they're into it. It indicates a happy person. Yeah, and oftentimes when you see somebody with a score, how it plays out on the job is that they are truly engaged. 
uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. They're consistently engaged. Uh, they'll give you more of their discretionary time. Uh, it's just it, it, potentially the, 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 sometimes the challenge is, is they may be or even becoming a little bit of a workaholic mm. because they're that engaged. Uh, but usually when you have a high score, uh, they also have balance around not only their job and their professional role, but the, the, the balance between roles outside of work as well. Right. And I'm, I, I try really hard not to venture over into behaviors and motivators, but oftentimes we'd see this uh, combination in folks whose behavior style and motivators align really well with what their job requires every day as well. All right, let's talk about high scores with a negative bias, a down arrow. Yeah, so a high score with a negative bias, uh, what that's telling us is they have great clarity and understanding about the different roles that they have in their life. So they, so, so they understand all their roles, they understand the expectations, and they have clarity around that. The downward arrow typically indicates, because we have such high clarity, but we've got a downward arrow that indicates that one or two of their roles, or maybe something is frustrating them a bit. They're mm -hmm. not feeling as confident or as positive about certain aspects of their role. It could be, for example, there's been a recent change in one of their roles that they're not happy about. In the world of sales, we see this a lot. They know exactly what their role is, but maybe there's been some changes in the marketplace. Maybe a competitor's come in that's causing disruption in the marketplace, and they're, having to, they're struggling a bit with that. Um, it could be temporary, or it could be kind of beginning a pattern where they're starting to become frustrated uh, because of some things happening. Oftentimes, we see this where maybe it's a miscommunication between employee and manager. Mm. Uh, so they're not mm -hmm. getting along well with their manager. So they like their, they, they, they have a clear understanding of the role. They're positive about what they do, but they're frustrated because they're not getting along with their manager. So there's a whole host of things that could drive this. The good news is they've got strong clarity, but there's definitely some frustration seeking in. The question is what's causing the frustration. Right, and then there comes the crucial conversation opportunity. So what's going on? People suffer in silence a lot in their jobs. So if you see this in your existing employees, it's an opportunity for you to ask some questions and have an open, uh, frank conversation to allow them to air their potential grievances. All right, uh, how about a, lo a low score with a positive bias in role awareness? So a low score indicates that right now there's parts of the roles that a person has that they're just not seeing clearly. It's not very clear to them about what's expected in the role, what's being required in the role, uh, but they're positive about where they're at. So, so this is not uncommon. We see this a lot mm -hmm. when somebody's new to a job. For example, I just got hired. I've only been on the job for a month, so I'm still trying to figure out what the job is and what my role is and how this all fits into to, to the organization and the expectations of me, but I'm positive because I've got the job, I'm excited about the job, I'm just still uncertain about what I'm supposed to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis, and that takes time, that's, that's temporary. Mm -hmm. Other times it could be, um, and we see this, sometimes we see somebody who's not been employed for a couple months, so there's a lack of clarity around that, that job because they don't have a job right now, uh, but they're positive about the other roles in their lives that they have, and maybe if their self-direction's good, they feel that, okay, I'm gonna eventually get a job, um, so I'm positive, but right now it's just a lack of clarity. Anytime we see a score where it's lower, but a positive arrow, what we really need to figure out is what's causing the lack of clarity? What do they not clearly understand? Are there things that we can do? Is it job related? Is it work related? And I'll give you an example when this is not work related. I've seen this a lot recently. Somebody just had their first child. Mm. So they're positive 
but they've got a lower clarity because now they're trying to figure out how do I balance work? How do I balance my uh, being, say, a mother for the first time, my first child? I don't know. You know, I've never done this before. And so that's not uncommon. And, and what this really speaks to is this is a chance for us to sit down and find out what's driving some of that uh, lack of clarity. Is it temporary? Is it something they just have to work through, say, for example, their, their first child? Mm-hmm. Or is it something that we can help them because it's job related? Right. Absolutely. So this is, you know, job description type stuff. And if the job description doesn't match the, the actual expectations reality, oftentimes you'll get low score negative bias or low score positive bias. So they may still be into it, but they are just not sure. And there's an opportunity for the organization to take a look, take a step back and say, okay, what are the expectations we have for this person? Are they realistic? Or are we expecting things from them that are vague? Is their manager managing them correctly? Are they giving them realistic expectations, boundaries? Um, oftentimes, I'll see people with lower scores who wear a lot of hats. You know, they get pulled in a lot of different directions. And some people like that. They like existing inside of that kind of vague, boundaryless area. But it doesn't set them up for the highest likelihood for success or, you know, your organization even, especially if you're a smaller startup type company where everybody's kind of doing whatever they need to very scrappy but you want to grow into a larger organization and people need to start not necessarily siloing but uh, you know focusing on their own area and getting people to support the other areas that they were used to have their hands in all those pies yeah and, and one of the things I'll mention here Drea for for folks is if, if you look at this with somebody and let's just say they're you know five months into a sales position and they're 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 only been with you for five months and they've got a low score uh with a with a positive bias one of the things you have to ask yourself is what is the real ramp up time Mm. if it takes 18 to 24 months to ramp up that's not uncommon to see that they're still figuring this job out the question is what can you do to decrease the ramp up time can you provide them some more one-on-one coaching sessions some more feedback maybe uh, allow them to, to spend a day with a top performer. Maybe it's they need more education on the product. Maybe there's some complexities that are going on. So that is not uncommon to mm-hmm. see. The real question again becomes what's causing it? What can we do to alleviate some of this? Maybe bring in some more clarity. Uh, but we know in a lot of positions, uh, we'll see lower clarity uh, because maybe they, they, they've come to a position that's more complex now. Uh, it's gonna take 18 to 24 months to really ramp up and get it. Um, and do you have a good on- onboarding process? It's not uncommon where we find organizations that don't have a good onboarding and training process that now people have lower clarity because they're having to figure it out on the job and it's taking longer. And so that clarity stays lower mm. uh, more than we would like to see it. Absolutely. Well, let's talk uh, a little bit more about the low and negative bias here to wrap up the role awareness dimension. So a low score, just like we talked about, is showing a lack of clarity and understanding about certain roles in their life job or off the job but we now have a downward arrow uh, uh, what we call a negative bias and how that plays out is we have an individual that is absolutely frustrated and unhappy relative to the roles that they have in their life it could be it's a that they're not feeling good work-life balance that maybe they're we've seen this where people are, are spending you know 80 90 hours a week on the job and so it's frustrating them because they're not getting a chance to do some of the things that they want to do off the job but oftentimes when we have a low score with it with a downward arrow the person is absolutely frustrated mm-hmm. the real question is why are they frustrated is this job related and usually it will be job related they've become disengaged mm-hmm. they're unhappy 
they're probably even looking for a better job or be or something different because they are unhappy. Now, I point this out. We see this a lot with people who are coming into a job and we're using the assessment for hiring and selection purposes. This gives us an indication that maybe what they're telling us may or may not be the real story. Maybe they're saying, oh, it was a great job. I liked it, but I'm looking for my next opportunity. What this is telling us, well, they didn't really think it was so great. They're, ups, they, they're looking for a change and they gotta make a change quickly, which is probably why they're looking. So again, there's deeper conversations that you have to have, but anytime you see a low score with a downward arrow, we have somebody that is absolutely frustrated and unhappy about certain roles in their life. Right, and it, it, it's typically a sign of someone who's checked out, unengaged, unfulfilled, and back to alignment with their role. So we talked a little bit about uh, behavior style and motivators being a good fit with their role. The most often I see people with this score combination, it's absolutely because they're not a right fit with their role. And they are maybe even panicking a little bit, like, oh, crap, I got into this position and now I kind of regret that. <laughs> and, and, and I will share with you, Drea, we, we've, we've, uh, we've been able to analyze across an organization. So maybe we've looked at 50 or 60 salespeople in an organization. And let's just say 55, 60% of the people have a lower score with a downward arrow. That usually indicates that significant organizational change has occurred. Mm -hmm. People are definitely frustrated. Maybe there's a lot of tension and chaos occurring inside the organization. And so you're going through a change as an organization and people are feeling that in, it, there's some internal stressors are happening and they're frustrated and unhappy. Yeah. Hopefully it's just temporary and once those changes get in place and people feel more comfortable with the new changes, they're okay. But the other time we've seen this is, uh, we've seen it in organizations where all of a sudden they, they've, they've been having success, they're having success and all of a sudden they're not meeting their numbers, they're not meeting their revenue goals because maybe a competitor has come out there with some uh, lower price strategy, it's taking business away from them, it could be a host of reasons, and so maybe it's a time to sit back and say, organizational, why do we need to look at different strategies? What's our response? How do we coach our people to deal with some of these changing market conditions? Right. If, if a majority of your team members have a, a combination like that, absolutely. Uh, another thing I've seen uh, be a practical response to scores like this or a conversation worth having when you see it is, is this player in the right position? You know, uh, do we need to move them into a position that's a better fit for them and one that they'll be more engaged and fulfilled? You know, people who are engaged and fulfilled in their work are at a higher likelihood of long-term success and superior performance. They love what they do. They're excited about it. They bring the full weight of their talents, skills, and abilities to the table every day as a result. So that's what we're looking for. Any last words, Tony? Any other examples you'd like to give re relating to the role awareness dimension? No, no, I think we've covered it. I think, I think again, this is one of those dimensions that, that it's always good to uh, have a conversation about. And, any, and even sometimes when you have high, uh, self, uh, high scores with, with positive biases, again, these can change. And let me give you an example of where we've seen this. We've seen people who have been performing top performers year after year, maybe they're seven or eight years into the job, and they're wanting to know what's that next step and they don't see a next step for themselves and nobody's ever had that conversation with them, all of a sudden that role awareness could start dropping because they're looking for that next step. And so again, that, it just it gives you an opportunity to have an open conversation, figure out where somebody's at, how are they feeling, 
what's driving their feelings. And again, a lot of times this is very sensitive to where mm -hmm. they're at at the time they take the assessment. Right. So don't let your people suffer in silence. Excellent. Thanks so much, Tony. And if you'd like to learn more about the assessment, we'd be happy to walk you through a sample and talk through how they may be able to support your talent initiatives. Feel free to email me at ddouglas with two S's at thebrooksgroup.com or visit our website at brooksgroup.com.